Be alive. Welcome to the standard of success, the epitome of excellence. This is the one, the only constructing the beast. And I am your host, as always, Darius Riddick, aka King Darius. Okay. And look, man, I'm, I'm humbled, grateful, grateful, thankful to be here with you all once again in another installment of what is the number one health and wellness development podcast. In the world, all right, in 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 this world, excuse me, excuse my language. In this world, because there are multiple, all right, on planet Earth. Okay, look, thank you all again for being here, listening to um, another 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 installment in in this movement. Um, I say it every single time, and I can never say it enough. You know, thank you all for doing, you know, what most people can't do what many of our past selves would not have done and what is one of the most difficult requirements um, of a human being yet there's thousands of you that are here once again and that is continuously striving to become a better version of yourself each and every single day and by you being here just by listening that is step one okay that is step one that is the start to becoming a better version of yourself because no matter how sporadic life gets no matter where you may find yourself uh no no matter what will happen to you you know the 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 resilience of becoming a better version of yourself and attempting to become a better version of yourself is is one of the finer jewels in life that can never be taken away from you you could die tomorrow and if you if you live today Becoming a better version of yourself, doing something that yesterday you wouldn't, didn't, or could not do, then goddamn, you are, you know, you you are setting milestones for your character, you know, and that that says a lot about who you are. And the fact that you guys come back every single time, or the those of you that are new to the show, you know, thanks for being here. So, if you're not familiar, if you're not familiar with what uh, constructing the beast is about, man, take take the time, please. I highly highly encourage you to. Listen back on these episodes because I know there's something that you can benefit from. I know that there's something that you are going to find a value, you know, and not just for yourself, right? Because although when you create a better, when, when you work on yourself, when you produce a better package of yourself to the world, you then are able to take better care of others. So even if you're someone who who is selfless, you know, understand the impact that you can have by making yourself better and then reciprocating that and taking care of others the things that you learn you know the blessings that you have the things that you were never given the things that you were never taught the things that you're learning from this show and being able to give that to others to make them that much better you know that's that's what this is really about um and uh we're, we're doing that every single time and again i appreciate you guys for doing that so Without further ado, today is going to be another installment in uh, our quarantine questions. Our quarantine questions. And uh, I, f- I fucking love doing this. You know, I, I really do. And the reason why I do is because there's something so, man, something so orgasmic about knowledge. You know, you can never learn enough. You can never know enough. You can never know too much. It's something that's, 
it's just constantly revolving you know it's even when you think you may know it all something else adapts and you learn something new you know there's always something some different a different perspective a different mantra a different principle something to be something to make you better and that ladies and gentlemen is is fucking amazing um so for those of you that aren't aware of what quarantine questions are, so when the whole uh, COVID yikes teen uh, kicked off about a year ago at this time, it's fucking nuts, right? It's, it's almost been a year, man. Um, there were, I, I received a lot of questions about things like, you know, how do I stay fit when the gym is closed or that I'm on lockdown, you know, or I can't go get groceries, you know, certain things came up that people needed direct answers to. And the reason why they decided not to go to just Google and type it in is because who the fuck is making that information, right? You don't know what the person on the other side of that screen looks like. And the problem with that is everyone wants to pretend like they know what the fuck is going on. And Although they may have an idea of what it takes, if they don't practice what they preach, you are setting yourself up for failure by taking that advice, okay? It would be like hiring a personal trainer that was obese. It's like, how can you teach me how to live a healthy lifestyle when you don't even live one yourself? You know, certain things like that, you 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 have to be careful about where you're getting your information from. And the reason why I took the most pride in answering these questions is the fact that I practice what I preach day in and day out. And I will take that shit to my grave. You know, I eat right. I, I work out. I do I, The things that I put in, in this stuff, I would not tell you all to do something that I would not do myself. I would not tell you all to do something or give you advice that I have not done or that I would not follow or that I do not firmly believe 110% with every fiber of my fucking fantastic DNA, okay? So understand that the reasons why we take the time to answer these questions and give you guys the facts, give you guys the answers is because you know and you are comfortable knowing that it is coming from a credible source, okay? This is not just some no hoobity doobity bullshit that I just made up or pulled out of my, my ass, okay? Um, this is real talk, and I take pride in giving you all what needs to be known. So today, we're going to keep it a little bit short because I only want to go over one question because we got, there's so many that I have to answer, right? <laughs> but I'm moving slow, man, because I don't want to flood you guys with all this knowledge and, you know, something gets missed or, or uh, let, let's, let's pace ourselves, right? We want to take this relationship slow. We want to let our love evolve, man, so we can enjoy each other, right? Fuck yeah. Okay, so today we're just going to do one, right? And today's question is, what do I feel is the most overrated concept in health and wellness? Now they said fitness, but fitness is such a is such a uh, such a vague concept. You know, I like saying health and wellness because that's like all encompassing. I like drawing everything together. You know, because I I think that as a person you should be you should be wholesome. You know, that's everything should be should be constructed ha giggity with a solid foundation right the mental aspect the physical aspect the social aspect the emotional aspect the, the spiritual aspect the sexual aspect all of it has to have a strong foundation in order to you know um really really improve on this thing that we call health right but to the question the 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 what i find the most overrated in terms of health and wellness fitness whatever the fuck you want to call it is the idea the idea that being healthy 
is expensive. Now, I know a lot of you are probably going like, what? You know, it, it, it is, you know, like gym membership and, you know, foods, organic foods are super expensive and you got to get nice gym clothes. And then, you know, you got to maybe hire a personal trainer if you can't do it yourself and blah, 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 blah. But in the grand scheme of things, ladies and gentlemen, let's actually break this shit down Barney style. I want to completely, um, first off, before we even get into it, I want you guys to completely uh, erase the thought that um, being healthy is expensive. Okay, that, that's, that shit is not true whatsoever. Being healthy is not expensive, right? And I know I'm going to catch a lot of shit from this episode for some for some people who, who really don't like the idea of what I'm putting out. But you know what? <gasps> Fuck them. All right, so the idea of health, the idea of being healthy, being expensive is so far-fetched because when you look at the grand scheme of things, right, bird's eye view, Think about the amount of medical debt that countries are in. Think about the amount of money that has to go into the healthcare system. Think about the 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 amount of zeros on hospital bills. And now I understand that some things are are unavoidable. You know, some shit happens, and sometimes life just fucking sucks. And I get that. But the number one disease in the world, the number one killer in the world, is not murder. It's not. It's not an, an STD. It's not suicide. It's none of that stuff. The number one killer in the world is heart disease. Heart disease. And funny enough, the number one most avoidable disease in the world is heart disease. How crazy is that? The thing that claims the most lives per year is also the thing that is most avoidable. And the reason why... It is it is so dangerous is because all these other diseases like hypertension, which is another word for high blood pressure or uh, uh, being overweight, you know, being obese or having diabetes, you know, all these things stem into heart disease. Right. Because your heart is the epicenter of everything that you do without your heart. You can't do anything. You know, if your heart's not taken care of, then nothing then then nothing is going to operate as efficiently as it should in from literally from from youth to to a seasoned age the heart is one of the is one of the most vital organs in the body that's the least taken care of you know but so many things we do are a factor of influence to the health of our heart and the reason why it's so avoidable why heart disease is so is is avoidable not only avoidable Y'all, it's, it's preventable and even reversible. So if you've gotten to a point in your life where you are experiencing symptoms of heart disease, you don't have to be medicated to the point where, you know, you're paying all these all these bills just to keep your prescription, just to keep your medication. You're, you're, you don't need to get to the point where you have to be on all these machines and, you know, monitor 24-7 in order to still sustain your life. You know, you can start making changes and decisions now in order to reverse that process how fucking insane is that you know one of the the not one of the the most the most life claiming disease in the world is not only preventable it is also reversible and it starts by making health conscious decisions today by, and it doesn't have to be something out of this world. You know, you can start making decisions today and you can see um, 
viable changes within a week, within seven days, you know, and, and, and it starts very small, you know, and that's something I think really ties into that. And uh, it's important to understand what those choices look like. OK, and the number one thing is what you put inside your body, right? Nutrition. Everyone thinks that nutrition is this is this unholy fucking beast that nobody can control and it's like unnatural and it's like weird and you know complicated and all this stuff, but it doesn't have to be that way. Okay. Nutrition looks so different for everyone that it's up to you to to determine what really fits your lifestyle, but that doesn't mean it has to be something vague. It doesn't mean it has to be something that no one's ever seen before, and it doesn't mean it has to be expensive or frustrating or just time consuming you know it starts by making smaller health conscious decisions so when you go to the grocery store don't buy the snacks the cakes the cookies i don't give a fuck if your kids want them if you don't want if you know that you should not eat them why would you buy it for your kids why would you buy it for your significant others childhood obesity is a thing so I don't care if your kids throw a temper tantrum. If you don't want your kids to be fat and get made fun of in school or to die decades before they should, start making those decisions for them. You know, try informing them and giving them other intern other alternatives to these 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 your unhealthy snacks and these unhealthy cakes. Kids are going to naturally want sugar if you give it to them, right? If you provide that, if you have it in the house, it's going to get eaten. And the reason why I mentioned youth specifically at first is because they are one of the most influential groups in a household, right? Most of the time people get food or cook dinner that, that revolves around the kids, but parents don't understand how much influence that they have over that, right? If you don't buy the stuff to put in the house, then no one's going to eat it because it's not there. But if you buy and stock your entire pantry with zebra cakes and ho-ohs and Swiss rolls and you know Skittles and Hershey bars and all this other shit, then it's going to get eaten. Because especially now when you know there's 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 not much to do, people are stuck in the house, you know, it's getting fucking cold outside in some places and you know you're going you're going to be you're going to get bored. And when what happens when you get bored? You want to eat. What happens when you want to eat? You fucking eat. So if you're if you're less active and you're sitting around more and eating more, you know, that opens up those doors back to those diseases that we talked about, specifically obesity, you know, just being overweight in general. And it compounds. OK, so when you go out to the grocery store, make those better decisions. The reason why that is so important and why I want to kind of um, man, I would say actually eradicate the 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 negative stigma behind you know grocery shopping and having to do those things that that may seem more expensive like dude a hundred or two hundred dollar grocery bill every couple weeks if you can afford it you know it's all about what you can afford is way better than twenty thousand dollars worth of hospital bills just because somebody is overweight or because they had a heart attack or because they have high blood pressure and now they have to be on medication you know things like that are avoidable that's that's why it's so insane making those decisions now saves you hundreds of thousands over your over a period of so much time when you're when you're older you don't want to be taking like so like so much medication to the point where it's almost overwhelming you know if you miss a pill then you might go into cardiac arrest you know that's that's not who you want to be so for things like 
high blood pressure, right? Monitor your sodium. I think sodium is one of the most overlooked things when it comes to nutrition uh, from people of all ages, right? The recommended daily amount of sodium is 2,300 milligrams. 2,300 milligrams. I can go to the store right now look at a TV dinner or look at a box of, you know, an eight pack of wings and there'll be almost 2000 milligrams of sodium in there. Just that alone, you're almost meeting your daily required amount of your, your daily amount of sodium, right? Your da daily recommended intake. Um, and no bullshit. Look it up. If you guys don't believe that what I'm saying, look it up right now. Get on your phone and start looking it up. Centers for Disease Control, a, a credible source to actually figure out what this information looks like. Because the crazy thing about it is, is that all this information is readily available. It's right there for you. Like you, when you buy something and you look at the package and it says, okay, it's 150% of this. Like, don't just take that at, at face value. You know, you can trust it, but then verify for yourself, you know, based on how big I am based on the lifestyle that I live, how much should I really be eating? Like, is it okay for me to eat these chicken nuggets? Is it okay for me to eat these French fries? How much sodium are on these French fries? And I know it seems redundant. I know it seems a little bit ridiculous, but if you take the time now to start making those decisions, I don't give a fuck if you're 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 or 60. If you start taking the, the few moments now to pay attention to what you're putting in your body, yo, I promise you, it will save you decades of misery. It will save you money. It'll save you time. It'll save you frustration and so many other things. And most importantly, time. You live longer. It's a proven fact that when you take more time to your health, you live longer. It seems monotonous now, but you get that time back. Think of it like an investment, right? That's what all this shit is about. It's easy to, you know, want to go to a fast food restaurant and spend $20 just to get food for the family, you know, <clears throat> to feed them for dinner. And, and that's and I'm not saying that's bad. You know, some people can't afford to have these these these, these huge meals. And I understand that. But what I'm saying is there's still healthier alternatives to, than just getting the large fries and the Big Macs and the McChickens or the burgers or, you know, the super high sodium tacos. It, it's there are better alternatives to that that are still less expensive okay but it starts with acknowledging the fact that you need to make a change and if you know that you eat like shit you know that you need to make a change that's already enough motivation and inspiration for you to be like i need to make a change you know even if it's not for yourself think about your family Think about what kind of influence that you want to have. You know, think you, you success doesn't just is not with just a monetary value. Success is being able to take care of yourself. Right. That, that is where success really stems from, because if you can't take care of yourself, how the fuck can you take care of anyone else? So when you start thinking, you go to the grocery store and you start seeing like, oh, you know, it's four dollars for a steak, but I can get this. I can get two TV dinners for four dollars and you'll have lunch and dinner. Take the time to look at the nutrition facts. Understand what you may be saving money. You may be saving a dollar or two dollars or three dollars here. But what are you sacrificing? Right. Because you may be sacrificing something that's way more expensive than something of monetary value. You're sacrificing your life. You're sacrificing years of time that you can you won't be able to spend with your family. 
that you won't be able to develop yourself, years that you won't be able to see the world evolve. Okay, so when we think about what is real, what is truly expensive, when you're at the crossroads and you have a decision to make, what are you going to find the value in? What price are you actually going to put on it? What is going to be more affordable to you? Years of your life or saving a few pennies to put back in your pocket? It's all an investment, ladies and gentlemen. What do you really want to get out of it? The choice is yours. Yeah, baby, see, I'm back in my zone. Just when I need my mom. Nigga, been in hell the same old.